There's a pretty nice view from Mountain View. I said Kathleen MacArthur to her friend Judith Wright on a bright summer's day. And I don't know about you, but my greatest fears are that someone will take all this beauty away. So let's fight, oh let's fight for it. I say. Tourism, our cargo cult, part two. A lunch hour theatre script by Kathleen MacArthur. Kathleen MacArthur was chosen as the Sunshine Coast Daily's Sunshine Coast Citizen of the Century in 2002. The road to prosperity is simple. We just have to stop being parochial. All the tourists' experts give this advice, so there must be something in it. If only we knew what... Here it comes from the Sunshine Coast Tourism Consultant, writing in the Daily on the 20th of September, in reply to a question, Is the Sunshine Coast ready for international visitors? This is what was said. We have a region in which parochialism is rife, a region which has yet to come to grips with the fact that it is necessary to work together to gain increased share of the domestic market, let alone international visitors... In reply two days later, again in the Daily, we get the same thing from the Sunshine Coast Tourism and Development Board Manager, who said... The Sunshine Coast tourism industry is poised for huge growth in line with a worldwide boom. However, to join that boom, the coast must set aside parochialism and pull together as one region. This was endorsed in the same paper by the lead writer of the Daily, which we give to you in full. The warning against parochialism from the Sunshine Coast Tourism and Development Board manager is a timely reminder of the challenges confronting our tourist industry in the next few years. In 1988, the nation will celebrate its bicentenary and Expo 88 will be held in Brisbane, two events guaranteed to briefly focus the eyes of the world on our nation. The potential benefits in coast tourism are obvious, but potential can only be realised if we position ourselves correctly in the market. It is natural that each separate and often distinct sub-region of the coast sees itself as perhaps the most important or most attractive. We must accept that the overall entity is more significant than any of its parts. Each of the sub-regions, Kalounda, Noosa, the Hinterland, the Central Coast, adds to but cannot override the attraction which the entire region offers to the tourist. It is the very diversity of the region that makes the coast attractive. To promote any smaller area as a complete destination in itself overinflates its importance and must eventually disappoint the visitor. It will hinder, not help our tourism campaigns. The future of coast tourism may hinge as much on attitudes as it does on attractions. We're so happy in our parish. It's just the life for us. With a bingo Wednesday and Friday, Tuesday and Thursday too is a plus. We're so happy in our parish. You should see us at the bowls, all immaculate in our whites like a battery of leghorn fowls. We're so happy in our parish with a social life that's friendly. There's a supermarket Saturday and Sunday's flea market is tray trendy. It seems we wouldn't be parochial if we were millionaires, but we're happy being parochial, living without any cares. 
with a bingo Wednesday and Friday or every bloomin' day of the week. Now, who is to know a tourist from a visitor? A group of Japanese honeymooners couldn't be mistaken, but with individuals or pairs it's not so easy, unless they are travelling in coachloads. The intelligent tourist travelling alone or in company of one or two is hard to identify, especially if there's no camera around the neck. We know about visitors. They just love to return to their favourite spot, year after year, or maybe every five to ten years. They wake early to watch the sunrise over the sea and check the ships passing and yarn with the fishermen about the weather and generally have a relaxed holiday. The only thing that will disappoint the visitors we know will be the deliberate, meaningless changes from the natural to the artificial or man-made. Our visitors don't want to holiday in a citified environment. A day in the life of a tourist is regulated like a computer. Up and dress, breakfast, clean teeth and go to the toilet. Board the coach, travel. Mid morning stop to inspect sewerage works. Have smoko. Embark again. Travel. Stop for lunch with instructions to admire the view. Toilet. Embark again. Travel. Stop at the big Christmas bell. Purchase postcards of the big Christmas bell. Embark for the last lap of the day. Arriving for the night stop at the motel, much in need of a swim in the pool. A double scotch or an aspro, the tourist thinks, thank the Lord it's only a two-day tour. Are we ready for overseas tourists? No, it is not us asking that question. It was the daily of 20th of September which did so, in addition to telling us parochialism is rife. Unfortunately, far too many in the tourist industry now regard the overseas market as the be-all and end-all, with the majority of projects proposed being an international this or that. Concern is being expressed that we are overlooking the domestic market. The editor asked for thoughts on the subject to be sent to him, and the first reply to be printed was in the paper five days later, and it is so calm, rational and subdued, and not too humble. I would support the consultant's view that promoting the Sunshine Coast directly overseas is just not in our budgetary league. It makes sense that the Sunshine Coast prime source to be designated as the southeast Queensland-Brisbane area. In addition, we can surely parade, albeit modestly, our charms in selected other areas of the domestic market. Let other destinations which consider themselves better suited do battle in the high roll of foreign stakes. The Sunshine Coast will get overseas tourists anyway, as a spin-off from the general inflow. It seems that there are proposed coast projects which will be arranging their own overseas pipelines. While the coast is clearly not infrastructurally ready for the role of a big-time international tourist playground, a measure of exotic presence in the region would have its value apart from the desirable greenbacks and yen. When the Sunshine Coast gets its Coordination Act together and receives the backing of the entire community, I'm sure the message extolling the coast's attractions and its developing glow of welcoming goodwill will ring clearly in receptive ears. Criticism, they say, must be constructive. It must not be thought that we are being critical, for we are much too humble for that. We are just drawing attention to a situation that we obviously do not understand, like what makes us parochial. 
No one actually spells out in what way, where, when and how we are parochial. Should we not greet a tourist with a friendly g'day, but with a smile as broad as a crocodile and have a happy day? Are timber and fibro houses on stumps parochial? Is a wet t-shirt competition parochial? Is the wearing of thongs parochial? Is eating fish and chips parochial? The Macquarie Dictionary gives us narrowness of interests, which adds another dimension with a cultural significance which could cover all those who only watch Channel 7 or listen to 4SS or read only fiction or play bridge seven days of the week. But none of that should be objected to if that is what gives most pleasure. However, if the clever promoters are short of ideas, which is another thing we don't understand, never being short of ideas ourselves, we are only too happy to pass on a few gems of inspiration that might help them. Such as... 1. Every full moon, all our lovely beaches should be open to public sleeping in sleeping bags on which we comment... To watch the moon rise over the ocean horizon, making a silver, glittering pathway right into the beholding eyes, would be a warm, nostalgic treat for some and a great new experience for the previously deprived. To sleep to the murmur of the waves and wake into the pink glow of the rising sun after a night of fresh, oxygen-filled air is to be born again. All tourists should be given a sample bottle of Queensland's most famous product on arrival, Bundaberg rum. Accompanying it could be a postcard of the words and music of Bill Scott's Bundaberg rum ballad. God made the sugar cane grow where it's hot And teetotal abstainers to grow where it's not let the sin bosun warn of petition to come We'll drink it and chance it, so bring on the rum Bundaberg rum and it's overfruit rum We'll tan your insides and grow hair on your thumb Let the blue ribbon beat on his empty old drum Or his waterlogged belly but we'll stick to our rum Not only would this be for many people an introduction to the elixir of life itself, it would be a great benefit to the troubled sugar industry of our state. What pure altruism. Then again, it could be handy for tourists with toothache. We recommend overproof for toothache, with a warning that chronic toothache could be psychosomatic. Three, as an example of Sunshine Coast cuisine, takeaway food outlets should consider containers of bubble and squeak, a most delectable dish. Comment? Once again, this would aid a local industry and teach tourists a little of our social history at the same time. Four is an idea for providing jobs for the unemployed, as there are... Lots of darling little creeks on this coast that few people get to see because the right kind of watercraft is not available. We suggest that unemployed boys and girls, men and women also if willing, take visitors up the creek in a canoe. Booking arrangements through CYSS. There would have to be some indemnification against tipping passengers into the drink through no fault of the paddler. That would help the local insurance industry. Five, as an alternative to the present class of tourist postcard, there could be cards printed with the words of the best of our lyrical or humorous poetry, immortalising such local attractions as Tibrigargan, 
the glamorous slash pine plantations, shipping off Malulabar during a strike. However, in the final summing up, we fear that the Sunshine Coast is suffering from the two centuries-old cultural cringe inherited from our colonial past. We might consider celebrating our bicentennial by banishing it forever with a resolution to be ourselves with sincerity and, yes, for preference, with just a little humility. She's the state that we love, she's the best in the world, and there's no place I'd rather be. podcast series was produced by the Sunshine Coast Council Heritage Library with the support of a strategic priority grant from the State Library of Queensland. This series was produced in 2022 and may not be reproduced for any commercial or non-commercial interest.